It's the mother flipping Luke and Pete Show. It's a Thursday. I do hope you're keeping well. We are still sunning ourselves on the shores of the Luke and Pete Show fourth birthday celebrations. Are you still having a good time, Luke? This is yeah. the week that we're celebrating four years uh, in the habit. Any favourite notes, points? No. Happenstance? No? no. Not a single what's, day has gone by that what, I haven't regretted starting this. What stage of the party are we at at the moment? Uh, this is very much the just looking at the um, volivants and the quiches and the booze everywhere and just sort of going, I'm going to have to tie that up, aren't I? I was going to say volivants yeah. for some volivons. reason. I, 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 the, the interesting thing about volivants is they feel like they've been really taken to heart by the British. Mm. I've been to France probably 10 times and I've never seen a volivant. What does volivant mean? I uh, don't know. Volovon. But I know that in English, um, kamikaze means divine wind. Right. Okay, and karate okay. means open hand. Thank you. Doesn't yep. it? What does volovon mean? Volovon. Have you used the internet before, Pete? Check it out. I'm. Pardon? Volovon. Yeah, I've, I know how to say it. Yeah, I know. Um, wind. Oh, oh it's uh, French for windblown. Windblown. Because oh. it doesn't souffle mean breathless. Right, or so breath. very light. I think it means right. breathless. Interesting. Yeah. No, no, souffle means breath, because right. a Buddha souffle, Ugh. the film, means breathless. Nice. Yeah. Um, but why don't you ever see volivants in France? Just one of the questions we'll fail to answer today. I have, don't you, have you ever seen one in France? I'm, well, I've never been to... A, I've, I only ever seen them at receptions or in Iceland, and I've never been to Iceland. That's what I'm saying. They've been yeah. taken to heart by the British mm. community. If you walk down a really posh street in Paris where you see all those um, patisseries, mm. you never see a volivant in there. You'd see a, you'd see a, um, like a French cheesy pastry, probably. Probably not as much yeah. mushroom action as you'd sort of expect. Yeah. Mm. I suppose it's a bit like Chinese takeaway food probably isn't the food mm. that Chinese people are eating in China, right? Indian food as well. British Indian food is just a, a nonsense. <laughs> just made it up. It's delicious nonsense. It is delicious nonsense. What's your, what's your favourite curry? Uh, I like a Danzac. Do you? I like a lamb. Uh, what I like is those meals that could have king prawn in, they could have uh, lamb, they could have just vegetables. Uh, so versatile. They just get the meat, fling it in, bang. Yeah. I always yeah. order the same thing. I always order... What we do is we do what you do for Chinese. Mm. But, we order, but crucially... We eat it through the week at meal times, not first thing in the morning, and we warm up properly um, to stop the tummy trouble, mm. which then means we have to get the codeine, and yeah. it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, well, king prawn patia, straight mm. away, absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. Um, lambuna. Yeah, cool. Uh, butter chicken. Right. Cleanse the palate. Cleanse the palate. Um, some bargies. Yes. Got yes, bargies. please. Yes. Sometimes they call them pakoras. They do. Know, depending on what part they of the town, what town you're Can from. Can I interest you in uh, 16 poppadoms? <laughs> I, I so poppadoms is one of those foods, and I'm going to have to draw a list up of these one day, that I can eat forever. Mm. I am at, absolutely, utterly mm. convinced there is a selection of foods that I can probably eat until death. Keep the minty yoghurt stuff coming. Keep the um, uh, mango, mango chutney. chutney yeah. Keep it coming. Do you like the and lime I'm pickle? Eat it, like, love it. Just, I wish you hadn't said that because I'm literally um, salivating. Uh, whenever someone says lime, lime pickle, yeah, oh god, or um, Tabasco sauce, I'm yeah. automatically gone. I, I, I oh always, god. I always salivate in the crisp bar in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, just the possibilities. My wife, the wife I have access to, mm-hmm. has got a um, real bee in her bonnet. She thinks it's hilarious how many different types of crisps you have in the UK, right? There you go. So, there goes your spring just, again. The problem is the spring alone. I, it's too it's too high here. But if I move it down, it starts doing the clickings. Oh, you know great. what? 
It doesn't sound great. I'm going to use the chair to go. Oh, up. your chair. Chair's Think outside low. the box. Chair's too low. There we go. Bring the mountain so, to Mohammed. So um, my wife thinks it's hilarious, the mm. amount of types and flavours of crisp you get. And if you think about it, you go to continental Europe, mm. you're getting paprika, you're getting sour cream. Mm. It's going to be a different named walkers. Yeah. And you sometimes get the ridged ones. And that's it, yeah? Yeah. In the US, it's kind of similar. Right. You get, you get all the corn snacks and everything. And you get the Cheetos and everything. But, but honestly, for some reason, the UK, according to what the Wi-Fi I have access to, mm. the crisps we have access to mm. are massive. Wide-ranging. Massive. And I think I have been seduced into becoming like a proper crisp addict about it. And mm. this brings me back to my central point. A poppadom is just a giant crisp. It is. Have you ever um, fried them yourself? No. Or even a prawn cracker. They're very small and you throw them in the oil. And mm. Very exciting. Is it, it kind of... Cooked re- in a second. It's like I think about how pork scratches might be done. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good shout. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I should be using deep. I mean, I think I'm an all right cook. I don't, but I've had people who are good cooks say they think I've got a bit of a natural flair for cooking. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I don't fair. want to go near a deep fat fryer. No. I, look, air fryer at most. Is anyone else um, uh, considering an air fryer purchase? That is the question. But they don't work. Hello, LukePetio.com. Do they not? Well, I tell you what. I've I've experienced food from an air fryer at a family function. Mm. And to me... You turned your nose up, but you said, get this filth out of my mouth. I could tell that it wasn't fried properly, and I don't personally think it passed muster. Oh, I had some sweet potato fries that yep. were fried properly the day before mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Gordon. Gordon. And uh, beautiful rustic food. And um, I had air-fried sweet potato fries by coincidence the very next day at a family function, and I felt like it was far, far inferior. Yeah, okay. It just, what, it wasn't crispy enough? It wasn't just, oily enough? Felt like it had been oven cooked. Right, okay. Oven cooked. Ah, interesting. I understand it's healthier. I understand people make those choices. Mm. Good luck to them. But for me, no, that's not um, how we're going. And I also would like to make a point to you, Pete, to make it absolutely clear to our younger listeners deep fat frying fires were a big deal back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. That's all anybody spoke about, really. You don't hear about it. Take your face off. Yeah. No, because people don't deep fat fry anything anymore. They use air fryers or they they, they, they don't generally. Because in our house, we'd always have a big pan of oil. Yeah, with a basket in it. With a basket in it, yeah. yeah. And it would just always be there. Um, yeah, and and, and and there you go. It was just ready to go whenever you fancied to turn up the heat. Did your parents like... So unsafe. Did your parents chop their own potatoes for chips? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. that was a proper thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they were pretty, um, pretty awful. <laughs> so, oh, why is food better now? So, I know, it is. And I think... So, so apparently... <laughs> The um the best way to make your home cooked fries we're getting back to what we talked about on Monday mm. but the the best way to make your home cooked fries slash chips is you um you take your potatoes but you properly soak them mm. and then you pat them down and right. then you put them in so I believe I'm right in saying that a lot of mainstream fast food places mm. they soak the potatoes mm. and then they fire them through a big tennis racket you know that. Mm, yeah, that story. Okay, right. Like a gigantic tennis racket the yeah. size of a house. Yeah, that and they fire potatoes through them over yeah. and over again. And and the, the, there's part of me that thinks, what would it be like to fire a person through one of them? Uh, I mean, you'd need a bigger one, wouldn't you? Really? No, these mate, these are massive. Right. This is I'm talking to you about like a ten meter wide by ten meter high tennis racket. Right. So it's more than big enough for a, any size human being. Mm. Because you'd be getting some chunks that were was the lung. You'd get one chip that was just pure. I'm not born. saying eat the chips you out of them. I'm saying what? what would happen to the victim. Well, I mean, they'd become chips, wouldn't they? But the chips <laughs> would be like different. There'd be a lot of hair in your in your chip. Oh. There'd be very few chips that you'd sort of go. Oh, 
Yeah, bang that in the air fryer. I'll eat that. None of them. None of them. No, I'm saying none of them. And if it I, depending on and I was, you know what I'd say, I'd go further than that. I'd say to the people, I don't want you using that again. <laughs> <laughs> but That's would, my son. Would there not be a viral video out there somewhere on YouTube? Of someone putting themselves fire, through no, a... firing things at it. Oh, a right. tennis ball, tennis ball. a water bottle. Yes. You see these videos where you like the ones where they compress it with the big compressor. I do yeah, I'd like want to see someone's hand getting caught in it. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, yes, I do. I want you, to see if it folds up at the end like you, a plasticine model. You said to me before that you like watching horrible videos because it reminds us that we're all just pieces of we're meat. We're all just guts. We're all just guts, really. But, but my it's point life-affirming is, but watching my, other people lose theirs. It's not. My it point is. is that people don't want to think about that stuff, mate. Well, think about it. It's going to happen, mate. Well, I wouldn't fire for a giant tennis racket. I, you must be surprised that I've got to 40 and I've not really damaged myself. <laughs> like, it's amazing, really. No, I think you have damaged yourself. <laughs> Yeah, but not to fix it, mate, Cordine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I would be worried that if I got a chip made out of a human, it would, and that's what we were talking about that you brought to the table. So don't blame no, me. But I wasn't time thinking business. about eating them. Right. I was just saying what you would get if it was a chip that was compressed through the entirety of the body. There'd be one chip that would be like quite nice. It would be like muscle and and it'd just be normal. And you always meat. get one really long one in McDonald's fries. Exactly. Anyway. So yeah. there'd be one that is skull, brain. Soft palate, hard glass. No, no, because it'd be in the middle. Hard palate, soft palate. Glasses off. Hard palate, soft palate. Um, trachea, <laughs> lung. Uh, you'd be getting some ball eventually. <laughs> Awful. The world's it, worst turducken. It, it depends on your pose, doesn't it? I guess so. Yeah. If you were doing Saturday night, uh, Saturday night fever, uh, one would just get a little finger, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be delicious. Gordon Ramsay afterwards, beautiful, beautiful, yeah. seasoned, rustic. <laughs> That would be the most oh, rustic of the chips, dear wouldn't God. it? Dear um, God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's been a man, Luke. A what? There's been a man. Go on. Un, un, uh, you know, uh, unbothered by uh, modern chip-creating techniques. This man has been living alone on an Italian island. Uh, this is a new story from a few weeks ago, so we wanted to get the, uh, to this a little while ago. He looks a little bit like Gollum. Uh, I'm not going to um, sugarcoat for he you, but Mauro like Miranda, Gollum, he does I look think, like yeah. Gollum. He's been living on this island by himself, an Italian island, uh, for 32 years. Uh, Mauro Mirandi, 81, Good innings. Uh, yeah. He's not. He's not gone yet, though. Uh, he's been. Um, he's been living in Bodelli off Northern Sardinia since 1989. Yeah, and, and this story is a, the, the kind of angle on this story is mm. that the owners of the island are forcing him to move, mm. right? To which I don't. I'm just going to try and deal with this as delicately as I can. Mm. He's 81. Right. <sighs> right. He's been there 32 years. Yeah. What's another? Even if you throw 10? up a hotel. That's going to take a couple of years. Yeah. I've reassess it then. All I'm saying is, cr- cross that bridge when you come to it. Yeah. I'll push him off the bridge. <laughs> Don't build a bridge Don't to build the bridge. Yeah. No, exactly. No, I, I think it's a shame. I think mm. it's sad. I do think he looks like Gollum, but I think he's a man mm. who is worthy of respect. The island looks absolutely beautiful. It does, it? doesn't it? And I can see why they want to build a hotel on it mm. to completely ruin and decimate the landscape, <laughs> har- harvest and hoover up all the natural resources mm-hmm. and further contribute to the destruction of the planet. It's got pink sand, Luke. What's that about? Prawns? If you own the island, I guess you can do what you want with it, I suppose, mm. within reason. Um, pink sand is an interesting one. My wife collects, the Wi-Fi I have access to collects sand from all over the world. We mm-hmm. have jars of it and shelves in our flat. Yep. Uh, and in Bermuda, they have pink sand. And one thing that that collection of sand and all these little mason jars in our house has taught me is that you will be surprised how different sand looks everywhere. Mm. If I took you to Brighton Beach mm. and I took you to... 
give me another beach very quickly. Uh, it's similar. Sandy. Cornwall. Cove. Yeah, that's not even a <laughs> Sandy beach. Tuxwick. Sandy Tuxwick. If I took you to Brighton Beach, actually, that's yeah. a shit example. That's a terrible that's example because it's a rock bloody, there's no sand on there. Yeah. Buddy. Okay. I'm taking you to Sandy Tuxwick Beach. Yeah. It's a generic beach in, where are mm. you from? Denmark. <laughs> uh, and I'll take you to Cornwall. Yeah. Right. You're going to say, I mean, I physically do Whoa, this. this sounds so different, No, baby. you're not. That's the point. Whoa, That's the point. What? Oh, I'll, it's the same. Let me get to it. Right. I'll take you to Newquay. Okay. I'll say, have a look at that sand Yeah, pee. okay. Take it in. Take it in. Right? Yeah. If you're going to go for a piss, go for a piss in the water. <laughs> and, and I'll take you to Denmark, mm-hmm. and there's a beach there. Yeah. And I'll, look, and I'll say, look at it. And Whoa. you're going to say, unless it's a volcanic beach, yeah. like um, Pihar in New Zealand mm-hmm. or Iceland, you're going to say... Okay, that that's looks the fucking same. same, mate. What have you brought me to tourist place? It's such a waste of electricity and uh, fuel. Who speaks like that? I don't know. <laughs> Sandman. If I get the sand from those two places and put them in jars next to each other, you will have your mind blown because they'll be different. In not just in colour, but in, in shape, in structure. Right. And that is part of the reason why you get. I don't, I don't know specifically about Brighton Beach. That might well be a man-made beach. But the point is, in theory, in however many years' time, that Brighton Beach will become a sandy beach because the pebbles will be ground down so much mm. they'll become sand. Right. Okay. Uh, and Let's so, start it now because it's quite hard to stand on it. No, it's happening Let's do automatically. It. Let's you haven't got to do it. anything. Let's do it. Uh, and I don't know why the pink sand on this island in Italy is pink it'll be something to do with the fact that it's got a high coral makeup or something like mm. that um, but there you go it's all just broken up animals and shit in it sand and bits yeah, and bobs yeah, and then be, oysters yeah. when I was sort of eating oysters I always sort of feel a bit guilty eating oysters um, because um, they like they make these lovely shells and uh, over over a very short yeah, amount of time they do and I couldn't find the video that I talked about last week with my cousins Right, oh, the shucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't find Never it. mind. I got my phone stolen last September, didn't I? Yes. And uh, I lost about 18 months worth of gold. Right. The peat folder <laughs> took a battering. Oh, no. Yeah, the peat folder took a big battering. Unlucky. It's down to about 250 photos now mm. of you in various stages of uh, undress. distress. Distress undress. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so that was about, I think I lost about 70 peat photos from the peat folder. Never mind. Um, but look, we, we, we move, we go again. Mm-hmm. So I'm <laughs> this sorry. does not for, slip. I did send a message to one of my wife's cousins in the US about getting me another oyster video, but he's so far failed to acknowledge it. Right. Uh, because he's got a proper job and he probably looks at his phone twice a day like a normal person mm-hmm. um, yeah. at some point it'll get back to me I'm sure if not I'll see him in November we'll work it out then lovely old job uh, well we're going to take an odd, odd short ad break um, mm. because we've got some shells to shuck uh, and we'll be back with someone looking Pete's job very soon it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Bernie Katz was fun, he was kind. When he walked in, the room just lit up. And there was something magical about this young man that just had a glint in his eye, that didn't give a shit about anything, but loved everything. My first impressions were of a huge, vibrant and outgoing personality, all hugs, grins, extravagant language and wild attire. Always in a leopard skin jacket, whirling around like a windmill. 
I know, she's a character. I don't know if those people exist anymore. They're sort of dying out. Everything's changed. It is a bank holiday weekend in London, the late summer of 2017. The streets around Kentish Town, just north of the city and halfway towards Hampstead Heath, are unusually quiet. That evening, in a small, converted flat, just a 15-minute bus ride from King's Cross Station, Bernie Katz, pocket-sized and long-standing front-of-house manager of London's Groucho Club, is found dead by his landlord. I said to him, what happened? You know, and he said, we are not talking about it. And yes, there have been the rumours. We've all heard. I mean, what did I hear specifically? That he was murdered. The relationship with his father was so toxic. He hated the idea that his son was gay. His dad was a proper gangster. Then he came down, there was a car far from. Guy blows his dad's head off. They were all part of the same fetid, seething, self-referential nest of vipers that I think the Groucho had become. Was Bernie depressive? I think yes. When alone, a condition he rarely sought, he had demons that flew about his head. I get a call from Bernie and he is in £20,000 of the debt with the Albanian gangsters in Soho. We all collected and paid the debt. The way that the Albanians operate is very, very peculiar because they did not operate like any other mafia in Europe. I've never been able to establish exactly what happened and why, but whatever it was, it was so wrong. Bernie, who killed the Prince of Soho? Listen now. A Stack Production, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's the mother of Lupin, Luke and Pete Shaw. It's uh, a Thursday, and if you want to get to the show, it's hello at lukeandpeteshaw.com. Battery brands. We want to know your battery brands. We want to know um, what's your favourite beach. And we want, I'm, I'm, I'm freestyling here, and I'm panicking. I've no. got nothing. I've got nothing. Um, and something that's going to add to the excitement mm-hmm. is that I just got an email through live on the show saying that in 16 minutes' time, they're going to test the fire alarm. So we've got to get started. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's, uh, uh, let's uh, rush that out there. Yeah, that'll be fine. We've got enough time. Yeah, we've got be fine. Time. Um, fine. The battery brands this week are cl- slightly disappointing. Pointing. Yeah, um, Django Freeman sent in Nan Feng, not a new player. Not a new player. No. Alex Gordon sent in new leader, sure. absolutely not a new Shows player. Sure, to be a fine thing. And, and not even, <laughs> not even super lusties. No. Sent in by Classics. At Connected. Um, have they're all old fashioned. Mm. We've seen those a million times before. Super lusties got cancelled. <laughs> They did. Did they really? They did get cancelled because well, being super lusty probably problematic if you do it in the wrong way. Yeah. Because it can be taken people yeah. are not putting up with shit anymore. Are you, how lusty are you out of ten? Um, uh, pretty regularly lusty. I'm pretty lusty in the right sphere. Probably to the right person. <laughs> yeah, so I hope. And what level do you have to be to be super lusty? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think you got to have um, a roving eye. And that is why she's satisfies my soul. Um, what song is that? That is "Living Doll" by yeah. Cliff Richard. What do you think of Cliff? Be careful. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's not libel. It's just you look at him and you go, what's that about? Very I look strange. at him and I think he's getting younger. He's getting younger. I like the fact that he he, he doesn't really take his shirt off in his calendars anymore. It's I, very hated upsetting. The, I hated the, the Wimbledon thing. Yeah, you did. You go on. You go, you go on. Hate everything that. about it. Yeah, you really didn't care for it, did you? I cannot abide it. Yeah. I. It was my first uh, single I ever bought on vinyl, was uh, um, Living Doll. Living Doll. With the young ones. With the young ones. Yeah. Absolute. 
banger of a song. It's it's definitely one Take of the more. Take a look at the ones. hair, it's real. That's how. Uh, was that Vivian? No, it was Rick. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. real. But how can how can he die when we still have his poems? <laughs> uh, I used to, didn't I? I used to do the Rick uh, young ones in the old Ramble records. Hands up, who likes me? And you'd all put your hands down. <laughs> yeah, I still remember that. Yeah. Um, emails. Hello at Luke and Pete Show. Get on the Reddit. Com. Yeah, fucking hell. Hello at Luke and Pete Show. Com uh, is the email address to send stuff in. At Luke and Pete Show is the Twitter and the Insta. Please do better on your battery brands. Uh, this week's been very disappointing. <laughs> Buy more electronic. The problem is the flow of electronics, probably through the Suez Canal and other places. Uh, and the, the, you know, people are finding it harder to get uh, consumer electronics. Everything's um, being bought up. There's a shortage of microprocessors and and. And, and superconductors and, and stuff. And uh, Maplins. And Maplins. There's no more Maplins. Yeah. Oh, what place are Maplins? Oh, God, where was I? I was in Finchley. Empty, it was, was it? Empty. So sad. But they still had the veneer. Yeah. Still had the fascia. Yeah. And the, and the, obviously the, the memories will live on. Um, <laughs> Disco sh- balls. Shout out to Lewis who emailed in proof of a 40-mile walk. Whoa. I asked last week about the walks. It took him 11 hours and he accidentally took in a cruising spot, apparently. Uh, 40 miles is very good. 71,000 steps it was. If you just think out at a cruising spot, I mean, because we've only had an 80, 80 kilometre, so we can't we, we can't even entertain that as being a worthy entry to, we need to, proof, to the annals of, 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 of this yeah. thing. Would you sort of stick around just to see what was going on? Lest you be pulled in like a tractor beam to the action. <laughs> Do you remember when... <laughs> Do you remember when we had that story of that guy who stumbled upon two men having sex publicly right. and it gave his dog a limp? <laughs> well, he yes, claimed it gave his dog a limp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the weirdest story. Yeah. I remember, I remember there was a guy, I'd said about it on the show before, there was a guy at Charing Cross every single Friday night at around about uh, 6 p.m. That guy. He would always be, <laughs> he would always be at the urinal closest to the, uh, furthest away from the door yeah. and he'd just be going for it by himself and just smiling at everyone. Look. <laughs> It's Friday night, baby. It's the freaking weekend. I mean, that is a if crime, though. It is a crime. It is, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. And and Charing Cross Station as well. It was like the main toilet in Charing Cross Station. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what I don't have? To, is that what you have to pay for toilets now? <laughs> what, like a, like it's a, what the butler saw kind of No, kind you of have to pay to get in, don't you? You have to you pay do, to get in. Yeah, it's a disgrace. So he's probably thinking, I've paid my 20p. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going only spending a penny. Yeah, I'm going to give myself a little yeah, treat. Fair dues. I don't think it is fair dues, is it? It's not fair dues. No, you, you should, should be, be doing it. You shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> don't do it, kids. Don't do it. Um, I wonder how pleased uh, Adam, our friend Adam, will be at being an emailer off the back of that chat. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, this is no way related to what we've just been talking about, but this is the email we're going to read out Adam today. Doing it. Um, there we go. I knew you knew you were going to get that, Adam. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Adam. I would apologise, but it'll mean nothing. It? <laughs> I've uh, seen Adam on a packed train just licking his lips at the bars. Hmm. <laughs> Just like eyeballing everyone, licking don't, his lips. Don't you lip, lick your lips at me while you're doing it. That's <laughs> because that man, remember that man did that at the train with me. He was like wearing cycling shorts and he was just kind of, I caught, because I'm a terrible people watcher, I caught his eye for too long and he started going, huh. and, and pointing at his crotch. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. Well, how did you react? I think, well, I'm married to him now. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you met. Um, yeah. I also once, I was on a train, busy train, but before I had a car, mm-hmm. I used to get the train back down from Waterloo to Portsmouth Harbour mm-hmm. if I wanted to go and see my friends back yep. where I'm from, whatever, back in the day. And it would always be busy, be the commuter train, and yep. everyone would go to Guildford or to Woking and get off. Nice. If you got a seat, you were doing bloody well, mm. right? And I think at one point, I would have just happened to be next to the platform as I got, and now it's got in there, got a seat. Sat um, on the table seat yeah. opposite a kid mm-hmm. who must have been maybe a few years younger than me mm-hmm. 
and, and the rest of the train to set the scene the rest of the train is absolutely packed there's mm-hmm. a couple of guys next to us on the table all these commuters people having cans all that kind of stuff and um, I was tweeting a lot then right and I was bored yeah so I was just tweeting right yeah. And I tweeted, oh, I'll just get the train back down. 9-11, didn't happen, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Because yeah. you've changed now, haven't you? You've, you, did, you used to do all your conspiracy theories. Hashtag inside job. Hashtag inside yeah. job, yeah. Uh, crisis yeah. actors, all that stuff. It's no, weird. I was, I've weird never stuff. have been that interesting, as you well know. <laughs> I tweeted that I was getting the train back to... Marketable. Uh, to Port, yeah, to Portsmouth. And um, I got a load of replies, yeah. standard. Mm-hmm. And someone replied saying, I know you are. I, I'm a big fan of the Rambo at the right. time, whatever. Mm. And I'm sat opposite you, Ooh. right? Looked at his profile pic, mm-hmm. wearing a mask in his profile pic. Yeah. Same colour hair as the kid sat opposite me. Oh, and I was interesting. Like, well, I'm in a dilemma now. I don't know. Well, did he look at you? Well, this is the thing. If I don't acknowledge him, he's thinking I'm rude. Yeah. I'm up myself. I'm too arrogant. You might not have seen him. it, though. You might not have seen that reply. Oh, what a dance. What, what a dance. It, it, what a, an hour and a half dance to Portsmouth Harbour. Pete, I don't enjoy that. It, it's it stressing me out. It's giving me hives. What a tangled web we all weave. <laughs> but if it's not him and it's a it's a prank, yeah. I'm going to look like a pervert. I'm yeah, a you're going to look like you're, gonna look like you're uh, trying it on. So do you know what I did? Yeah. I did the eyebrow. I'll show you what I did. Right, I did okay. I'm, right, I'm on the train. Yeah. I'm... Uh, I'm. We're pretending that I don't even know you. I don't even know who you are. I've not tweeted, and this is what I'm getting. From, I look up from my phone, yeah. uh, and this is what I'm getting from Luke Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Just little eyebrow like you would to attract a waiter. Yeah, I'd I'd be pulling the card and, and, and sending you to prison. Not a packed one. No, convenience. <laughs> everyone else no, true, actually. I'd, so I'd, anyway, I'd speak to, it, whenever you got off, I'd maybe ring uh, the local constabulary. So I never found out if it was him or yeah. not. I did the eyebrow, no mm, response. Right. He thought I was just being polite. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, he was either too nervous to admit it or it wasn't yeah. him. I'll oh, never know because God. the guy's profile pic had a mask. Yeah. Uh, it was awkward. It's yeah. an hour and 14 minute train journey. He didn't get off till Portsmouth Harbour. Annoying. I got <laughs> off of Portsmouth Harbour. We got the ferry back to Gosport. He was on it. Annoying. <laughs> uh, luckily, he didn't quite get in my mother's car. Yeah. That would be too far. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I once had a Ford Mondeo and I was down the Gos- Gosport ferry mm. uh, and I was waiting for a mate or so I'd give him a lift home after he came across on the ferry and I was parked up and an old woman put all of her shopping in my car because she thought it was a taxi. I like it. And I had to explain to her that she needed to stop doing that and <laughs> I suppose I could be convinced to help her take her shopping back, back out of the car but it wasn't really my responsibility. No, yeah. Uh, but I did it because she was quite old. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Could have had some free shopping, mate. That'd be, that, 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 that would be theft. Anyway, Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam. At one point in the... No, what do you mean thanks? I haven't read it yet. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> I haven't See read you it later, yet. Mate. He's later, frustrated. Mate. Stop He's... doing that on trains, Adam. God. He's on tenterhooks. Damn it. Uh, he says, just a quick one about the old man of Mountain Hill and Fell names. Remember I told you last week? Yes. I Why are they all called old men? Yeah. He said, I've climbed up Old Man of Coniston many a time, showing off, with my family, showing off again, <laughs> denigrating my achievement. Uh, I rang my dad to try and help Luke get to the bottom of why these mountains are named like this. Thank you very much for doing that, Adam. My dad gave me an old wives' tale about it being something to do with the oldest uh, bloke in the nearest village, so I took to Google. After a bit of Googling, I found this. Old Man is a corruption of the ancient Celtic Altmin, meaning high stone, and Coniston originates from the Norse name Konigstun, meaning King's Farm. I've never been to the old man of Storr, that's on the Isle of Skye, but Storr apparently means dweller by large and rough water, again in Norse. So in summary, we've got the high stone of King's Farm and the high stone near some choppy seas. I hope this helps. Adam, that does help. That's a brilliant yeah. email. Thank you very much, Adam. A lot of old men. A lot yeah. of old... Well, 
the old man of store does look as you're approaching it like an old man's face looking to the sky. Yes. Okay. Right. What if at some point uh, his nose falls off or his his features erosion. get weathered, erosion? Absolutely. What happens? <laughs> it does. Their ears get bigger and their noses get bigger. Ears get bigger. Hearing gets worse. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of no, it's definitely true. Is. Have you ever met an old person? It's not up for debate, really, that, the is partner it? partner I have access to uh, has uh, poor um, hearing, as do I, and it's beautiful. It's, it's peaceful. It's, it's, it's peaceful. It's calm. Uh, well, it's frequently not that. Let's make that very clear. But um, Dogs. Dogs. Going dogs going mad. Like, we're just, like, it's the perfect thing. I can't hear what she's saying, uh, but but crucially, I do shout quite a lot. Yeah. So she, so I do my best. I think I think to put it in perspective to our listeners, if I sit in the studio seat with headphones after you've mm. been in it, yeah, and I hear the volume in your headphones, it is horrific. Yeah. There used to be a guy called Ian Camfield used to do uh, work on uh, XFM, and he used to be so deaf that he had his. He was like a rock DJ. I'm, I'm like rock. I like Judas Priest and shouting and Iron Maiden and stuff. And he had his own little headphone amplifier that crucially it was like the horrible little box that a radio person had built him that had a just a ridiculous headphone amp and it, they already went up to ridiculous uh, you know yeah. 11 o'clock and um and it had a little fan in it because it got so hot wow that, yeah i'd have a fan for his amplifier wow How did, and so so all the jingles and all the production goes through that as well yeah everything everything that you're playing out which is you know you just yeah. get into the jack but wow that was loud did you get involved no, I, I, I mean, I guess I was younger then, but... Do you reckon you'll me, be deaf by 50? It's a very good chance, yeah. I like it. You're already nice. 40. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, I think that I will probably very much appreciate the uh, uh, syringing. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. syringe anymore, though. They're not. They call it irrigation now. So basically what uh, they do is they, f- they they blast at various different strengths after you've olive oiled your earwax. Yeah. They blast... Um, warm water, right, and, and look to almost like wash it out. Yes, well, that's what it, syringing is, isn't it? It was just spraying water into the. Into but I the think gunk. it was a suction thing before. They used to suction it out. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. I yeah, bought one yeah. of those little, um, little exploratory ear cameras. Never do that. <laughs> Never put anything in your ear. Never. You just said to find the yeah, syringe. A medical professional can do it. They always say the the, the tail. I I've, I remember. Do you know something? I had a piece of literature, like a leaflet or something, mm-hmm. from when I was really young. Yeah. From when my parents moved house and I helped them, and I must have been about five. It was like a 1985 brochure or something, mm-hmm. and it had all these general um, health tips in it. Yeah. And I remember it. It said in in the leaflet itself, the smallest thing you should put in your ear is your elbow. Your elbow, yeah. And. You can't put your elbow. You can't in. even do that. That's the point. Unbelievable. That's why you should never use a cotton bud. No. Never do any of that stuff. Don't put one of those candle wax things in your ear. Mental. No, they don't work. Yeah. The thing about that, the earwax candle thing, the ear candle, mm. that's not even a fucking good idea. <laughs> I they've not even. If I look at that, my instinct of reaction is that that looks mad. Yeah. It doesn't it. even give the impression of something that would work. <laughs> so why are people doing it? Uh, yeah. I also, mean- also, another baffling thing about ears. Because I was born partially deaf. I right. had to have grommets put in. I had to have an operation. What's grommets? Is that that kind of, kind of make the uh, ear canal bigger or something? I think it's something to help encourage the eardrum to grow, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't oh, know. I've had grommets? them. I don't know what they are. Oh, okay. But the thing that baffles me, Pete, about this country of ours that we live in is that if you go to a doctor and say, I've got blocked ears, do you recommend using Otex, which you can buy from a pharmacy mm-hmm. with no restriction? Mm-hmm. It's basically hydrogen peroxide. Ooh. I think the idea is, is that, yeah, because but I think the idea is it's alkaline and your yeah. earwax is slightly acidic, so mm-hmm. it will burn it off, mm-hmm. it'll basically melt it. Mm. Um, 
And the doctor, I've had three separate doctors say to me, never use Otex. Right. right. Just use olive oil, soften it, and go to a walk-in centre or a doctor's surgeon, they'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Why are they still selling Otex? Well, look, I, I would like to speak on behalf of the new sponsor for the show. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine yeah, that it's, be... it's just it's just it's just weird. I just don't understand it. Well, look, I'm, I'm sure it's been checked and checked again, and you know you've got you would say anecdotal evidence. Even you would admit that's anecdotal evidence of a doctor saying, "Don't do that." Everything I say is anecdotal. But I just think doctors are just they're just they're they're they're, yeah. they're fun killers. I've had a good day. Or not. I've had a good day. Can or not. I have? Can I eat a lot of par- paramol and then drive a car? No, no, you can't even drive a car. Always saying no. Always saying no to everything. Always saying no. Yeah. Can I stand on this bed? No. You shouldn't even be in here, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, glue ear. It's apparently, it's, it's Gromit's fixed glue ear. Right. Um, it's temporary hearing loss. Uh, it can affect both ears at the same time. Um, it's apparently just, um, you, you, yeah, your canal's a bit smaller than it needs to be. Oh, so right. Because it, so, so it can drown in its own gunk. So yeah. I remember having to sit into a, in a little booth as a very young kid uh, with headphones on and mm. pre- I had to press a button every time they played a sound. Oh, nice. Okay. And the sounds were varying in volume about how loud they were, obviously, in oh, there. Oh, yeah. that is a graphic image NHS.co.uk have used. <laughs> yeah. got, they didn't need to cut into the bone to show me the cross-section of a bone. I think it's an artist impression, Pete. I think they've used one of those chip machines. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we've got to get out of here. We're out of time. No, I'm waiting for, I want to hear the, the, the ding-ding-dings. Where's the ding-ding-dings? Oh, the fire alarm? Yeah, 1329. As soon as the fire alarm goes off... We're out of here. We're out of here. All right, fine. All right, okay, fine. Let's just wait. Exciting little bit of peril, isn't it? You're going to be waiting. Oh, what does this stack um, fire alarm sounds like? sound like? As eh? soon as we hear the fire alarm, we're just going to go see you and stop. Yeah, All right? exactly. All but right. we're relying on Screenworks, All our, right, our yeah. building, to be on time. <laughs> Don't tell them where we are. Oh, sorry, really yeah. Fine now. Um, yeah, Stay away from my things. If people could be bothered to come here, they've <laughs> let, let them ride. Let them like, uh, right to stab us. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, uh, evening chaps, I'm a bit behind with the show as I store them up to listen to during the football off-season. I think the episode I've just listened to was from January uh, where Luke told a harrowing story about a man collapsing beside him in the gym. Uh, you mentioned oh, yeah. the defibrillators are popping up all over the place for such occurrences. This reminded me of a scheme that BT run where you can adopt an unused telephone box for just £1 and you can do whatever you want with it. The most common use for an old phone box is the defibrillator but you can set up libraries art galleries and I'm fairly certain someone actually turned this into a pub you can't get a licence for a bloody BT box surely I've seen a defibrillator one I saw one in the Lake District yeah they're good aren't they yeah it's a good idea well, but I didn't it. <laughs> it got no cause to use it Very powerful <laughs> Really makes those muscles jump, uh, but yeah, the uh, electricity supply at the phone box is free of charge until the day comes where they went until they uh, disconnect it. Uh, that's very community, strangely community-minded from a, a multinational conglomerate. Unless, unless they disconnect it when you're about to use it. Good, po- no, no, it's not. It's a battery-powered thing. Uh, the defibrillator. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not mint. It's not to, straight from the mains. What's to stop some drunk near do well grabbing it while they're walking home? Piss. Cord, mate. You got oh. to ring up and go. Can I get the cord for my mates feeling a bit peaky? Every second counts, though. I know, that's what I thought, but apparently, you know, it must be efficient. You can't sort of ring up a, a mobile phone number and go, Dave, can I get the, the release cord for the for the heart thing? Yeah. yeah. What, the, the code to get it actually off the holder? And to open it up, I think. It's, it's just kind of, uh, you, you get it then. Because is there a similar thing for life rings when you see them by the side of like lakes and stuff no I think they're quite cheap to replace I think defibrillator is probably quite more expensive so the lake thing's every man for himself (laughs) and and the defibrillator works I've been led to believe that defibrillator works by stopping the heart and expecting it to restart itself. You know oh, that? really? Is that right? So it's a popular oh. misconception that it's just it's used to jumpstart the heart. <laughs> what it's what it is, I believe, what it's used for mm. is lots of types of different 
uh, cardiac arrests mean the heart starts behaving weirdly. Mm. Irregular rhythm, yeah. doing what it shouldn't be doing. And the idea is it's almost like resetting a computer. Right. So you stop it yeah. and expect it, you shock it back into starting up again. Oh, interesting. I found out recently that I've got a right-hand-sided bundle block, whatever okay. that is. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to be trouble. What, <laughs> did, the, did the doctor tell you that? doctor told me that. What, uh, what does it mean? Uh, it just means the the passages going into your heart, uh, one of them is uh, is a bit fucked. Um, but it's the, not, not massively fucked, it's not a problem really um, from what I've read. But left-hand side is a bit more problematic. Right-hand side, uh, a lot of quite fit people uh, have it, but that's probably not why I've got it. <laughs> wow, well, I wish you all the very best. Cheers, mate. I can't stop I thinking am... about this fire alarm. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's stressful, isn't why is it? it not why is it not happening? Yes! See ya! Yes! Bye-bye! Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creative Network.